unleash a winner's mindset. This podcast is meant to help people who feel stuck and want to step to the next level. It's time to break bad habits and find the mindset needed to live your best life. With Chris with Unleash, you will get tips and advice in making better and healthier choices. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Unleash, today we got the legendary Israel Gaona, aka the booty guru, the man, the legend himself, pretty much, the bodybuilder of Laredo that pretty much has built up, helps a lot of athletes, a lot of great athletes out here in Laredo that pretty much have put a name for themselves. So you guys, you guys are going to get great value behind his story and pretty much what he recommends. But before we go as far as the value he can provide, I want you guys to get a little, get to know him a little better. And those of you who don't know, which I remember when you first told me it was a shock that he's a Native American. So that's like a... Native American. Native American, you know, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know, I feel like being a Native American kind of brings like some kind of good luck and blessings in I'm some aspect. I'm very blessed, brother. I'm very blessed. Um, I work hard as well, so the harder you work, the luckier you get. Exactly. I can't call myself lucky. I'm just blessed. And I put in the work and I always try and help others, you know do good so and your name is out there man you've made quite the name for yourself in regards of like the people you've helped out the bodies you've changed the transformations you made so before everything as far as from where you are at today what motivated you in becoming a bodybuilder that's a funny story bro this goes back You're a little closer now. this goes yeah. back <laughs> way when i was younger i was probably um i want to say like 12 13 before that, I've always liked, you know, like working out, the fit bodies and all that. As many of us can relate, you know, Dragon yeah. Ball. That's yeah. Been, has been all the ripped ass. Motivation insane. to all of us uh, as kids. Seeing all these beast bodies, you know, like fighting and doing all this stuff. Training. That was one of the, the, the main motivations I had as, as a kid. And um, I also remember one of my cousins, uh, Peter. He was always uh, like an all-star football player, uh, running back, um, track star, all this uh, into sports, right? And I remember him being around, you know, high school. I was younger back then. Um, and I remember seeing him like all fit and stuff. And I always liked, you know, um, those, those uh, physiques. Like I wanted to grow into that. And then I remember I was in middle school. I want to say probably uh, fourth grade. And was probably middle school or like sixth grade. I'm not, I'm not sure. But I remember a motivational speaker went to mm. our school. It was a bodybuilder. And he was talking about how he got over his addiction, uh, his addiction of drugs. He was a, a, a druggie because of bodybuilding. He started uh, preaching about it, you know, and then he started showing us pictures of when he competed and all that stuff. Man, I remember that, man, and, and that stuck to me, and that's when I knew I wanted to pursue that bodybuilding uh, career. So as far as that motivational speaker um, that showed up in your school, you mentioned as far as where he was at, where he started, and you saw exactly like his great-ass physique, and that was in what, what grade were you in when you... I think I was in sixth grade. Probably sixth better, grade? Holy sixth shit, grade, so you're going like way man, back as far as into muscle back, building. Way back, man, way, way back. And I was always very, very athletic, you know, like uh, people that know me from back then. I was a crazy kid jumping from like the bleachers down, jumping, you know. El going, Palo yeah, the yeah, I was, I was that guy, man. I was very, but I was very agile too, you know, like having a little bit of uh, mixed martial arts and gymnastics. I've and seen you do that. So stuff. the martial arts thing, where did you, like, did you learn it from like uh, some sensei or? I was never taught by anyone by 
whatever my dad knew from like the people he's yeah. met because my dad's been all over the world right so whatever uh he learned from all around you know, many meeting senses, all these yeah, many people yeah. that's what he uh, taught, taught you me. yeah because yeah. i mean i've seen like you playing with like ninja knives doing your backflips doing some high ass kicks and yeah, shit so i'm everything, like yes it's been through through my dad all this stuff that's Shout out to your dad, man. Yeah, Pretty yeah. much got you long, a long way as far as everything you've learned. Still going pops, yeah. <laughs> so you started the the lifting weights, bodybuilding, like, are you saying like since middle school? Like when did you actually start working out? Um, you know, well, as I mentioned before, due to like the gymnastics and all that, we would have to practice like strength, some type of strength training. So I would do like push-ups, like sit-ups, uh, a little bit of cardio here and there to get stronger so that we can like you know, lift our bodies up, jump higher, do this, do that. But I didn't start it weightlifting till I was in, I want to say my sophomore year. That's when I started training. And it's funny because um, my cousin, Peter, again, he had a little like uh, weight sit there at, at his place. And he lived close by like, you know, like a block from, from where I used to live. And we would go every day, uh, every day, and then just get like a, like a quick workout routine. It was him, uh, myself, and two other of my cousins. We were younger. He was he was the oldest one, so pretty much he was the one that was guiding us or training us uh, to you know to become a little better as as we were as, growing. Right. As far like through growth and like athlete. And one thing I, I've I've learned from training with you like the past few years. You've done a lot of stuff that are off the books. You know, I used to be the guy that, or the trainer that would be like on the books, by the books, whatever they say, the posture, everything. But you mean. I've been the one that's been telling you, like, do and it, I tell yeah. everyone this <laughs> it's not always by the book. Yes, the book is very important for you to get the basic knowledge. Right. But then once you start incorporating all this stuff into your, to your training, you um, find out that it's not by the book because. The book might tell you, for example, you need to do um, a tricep push down with your with elbows down, yeah, and elbows just down, and don't move your elbows yeah. at all, and then like stay at a certain angle. But you have to keep in mind that not not everyone everybody's body is different. Is the right. same. Like some have shoulder issues, some have elbow issues, some have like for example, if they're a huge, you know, a huge bodybuilder who can barely close his arms, like he, you're not gonna see him doing like you or you he might be doing it but we don't see that and that's another thing like when we were younger i would notice because i would watch a lot of like bodybuilding videos or like workouts of like jake cutler and uh um kai green he was one of my 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 inspirations to like have those striated legs i remember him i was like i want to have my legs as striated as kai green and then when i started getting my striations i was like hey like look like i'm getting striations and here (laughs) and that and it's funny because I would see these guys just doing like, you know, like as we can say, like not even a full range of motion, but it's right. not that they weren't doing it like that. It's that their physique is so big, so like huge that it looks like they're not giving going the full the range full of motion. motion. And then right. I would see that on other like younger athletes, like just trying to do that, but that's not the right thing. They weren't to triggering do the full because right. they're not that big, you know? So you learn how to like, I, if you're smart, if that. You have to like work around a lot of things, you know. You adapt in different adapt, movements, yes, adapt exactly. in different you need workouts. To adapt. Right. Exactly. Like I tell my clients, like for example, sometimes they hire a, uh, an online coach, and the coach gives them this like crazy ass routine, and and 
they're training, for example, we train at Iron Body. You know the right. temperature there is like crazy. Yeah, you, it's, you, it's we get like a forty minute workout at Iron Body. It's not the same that you'll get an hour and a half. We get like a, two hours at Legacy, where it's like a lot AC cooler and everything. AC, yeah, it's yeah. different. So this is what I tell my clients and my athletes that you need to be able to train accordingly. Because also what matters is like how that person is feeling that certain time, you right. know, like maybe they're tired, maybe they didn't have a lot of sleep, maybe they're going through some stuff, like all that, all plays that into role, plays right. a big, 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 a very important role into the training, especially. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as far as like, so competition behind bodybuilding itself, when did you start competing? Was it like 10 years ago or say? Because I mean, I know you started lifting weights since your sophomore year, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, in your sophomore year, do you think I want to compete or you were just building no, muscle? No, brother, right? not at all. Like I was very scrawny. I was that little like short, scrawny, super skinny kid um, that would get bullied a lot. So right. I was like, you know, like I need to do something or they would try to bully me. The ones that know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that I wouldn't take, uh, yeah. I wouldn't let myself but i was like okay you know like i wanna and like eventually i like those physiques and everything not just because of that reason but that was an also, also a motivational uh, and reason like, that, you know i've yeah. heard your, your your speeches before and you relate to that too. right um and you know you need to get yourself stronger like it's survival of the fittest like, you're right yeah absolutely so, so the the whole competition when did you begin competing the first time okay and uh, competition i started training for just you know to fill up my shirts to fill up my pants to look a little like uh, fit per se and I remember when once I got out of high school I was already you know kind of like fit into the to the bodybuilding this and that but once I got out of high school I started working my first job was uh, as a trainer was at Olympus okay Olympus gym um, back then Miguel and Adriana uh, were the were the owners shout out to you guys if you're watching this shout out thank Miguel. you for the <laughs> for the opportunity um, and I started training there, and I would keep, and I kept working out. And a lot of like older guys or older men that were into the bodybuilding, they would right. approach me and they would be like, "Hey, why don't you compete? Like, you look very good." Like, what year was this? I was around twenty. You were twenty, so yeah, so about like twelve years 20, ago, like 13, 12, 12, so 13 years. Yeah, um, and they would come up to me, and I was like, "No, hell no! Like, I don't yeah. want to be up there like in a thong, like <laughs> you know, like doing yeah. this, doing that." And that was my mentality. Like, I just want to look good. And people would keep telling me, keep telling me, until eventually I was like, you know what? Maybe give it a shot. I'll give it yeah. a shot. And I remember I was driving home one time from from Olympus, and I hear um, the Mr. Laredo at in 106, yeah. and this and that. The Mr. Laredo show. I was like, oh, like you know what? And they were the phone number, and I called, right. and I was Mr. Santos, and yeah, I was I started talking to him. I was like, what do I need to to, to get on stage? To, to yeah. go on stage, you know? Because I didn't have no idea. And then he was like, no, pues nomás traete tu, tu bikini y te pintas. Yeah. Y ese día pagar la inscripción. And sure enough, man, like, um, I remember my first competition. I had no idea uh, about posing. I had no idea that what I, what Tana had to do. Yeah. I remember, like, older men from the gym that would help me with the posing. Um, Pete from uh, uh, Fitness Safes. He was one of the ones that would help me with a little bit with the posing, with the mandatories. Okay. And Joe also, Joe Avila, Habib, shout out to you guys. Um, they, they were the ones who started like helping me with the mandatories, like the quarter the pose, turn, right. the front double biceps, you know. And then um, as I started getting into more into the bodybuilding, I started, you know, like 
getting more into like the posing with like Frank Stein, Rich Gaspari, all this amazing like posters that I was like, I want to be like that. So I started practicing and practicing and practicing to eventually I got better at it, you know, like and for, for the posing. And I make that look into a fucking art, man, because I mean, now, like, I remember the first time when you taught me behind posing, like, stiff as hell, like, super awkward turns. And that's pretty much all beginners, all those who are rookies yeah. behind body bikini, bodybuilders, classic, men's physique. As, as far as even, like, for example, men's physique, I remember the first time I tried my first men's physique, it's only two poses. It's a front pose and a back pose, and that's it. Well, now it's kind of three, because you got the Superman, you have the front pose. Yeah, now the... they, they mess around a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. But even then, like, such... A simple thing where you just lats out, looking up, and just flex, but keeping your body simple tight. movement yet so complicated to learn. And now you have like, like you're moving water like an airbender or something behind your posing routine and whatnot. And you've taught it to many others. So mm -hmm. shout out to like Gabriel Segura. Like I know I've seen his posing now, and I know yes, he picked it up he's from a you. Beast, man, Gabriel, shout out, bro. You're one of the best uh, posters next to me <laughs> um but yes we like and like i said i i love teaching what i learn um going back to the bodybuilding competition so sure enough i competed the first time i remember uh at that time uh t uh steban teniente he helped me with the with the tanning and i remember he saw me he's like hey like uh you need to carb up a little bit more like you're, you're looking flat I was like, you're looking flat, what does that even mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, but he's like, go eat a water burger. Like, it'll help you, just trust me. I was like, sure, this guy has been doing it for a while. So I listened to him. I went to water burger, got a double meat. And sure enough, brother, the next morning, I woke up uh, a lot tighter. Veins popping out, yeah, vascularity popping out. and everything. I was, I, and I looked super skinny, but I was ripped at that time because I was young, you know. Um, um, and I was giving it my all. This is what I was uh, I was really into working out, and I really loved working out. I enjoyed it. So, being young, you know, like I looked really good for my for my first show. I competed the first show, and they moved me right away from the novice to the open, and I won the open division that time. And then they uh, bumped me up to the overall, and I, I ended up placing like second place in the overall. My very first comp very first, first competition. Yes. Yeah. And how did that feel? How was man, it feeling? That there? felt Amazing. Like it's your first comp, yes, you know? Man, it was, it was incredible. I was like, hell yeah, like, I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> and and by then, like, I already been, you know, watching more videos about posing and all this. I would practice. And up to now, man, like, the poses, uh, I, I before I would practice more because I was, you know, learning. But I told my clients or, or like, how I would tell you, like, I would, I would work out for, like, an hour or, like, sometimes two hours. And then I would pose for like almost an hour after my yeah. workouts every day. And I would record myself and I would see myself from different angles. And then after the, my first competition, that's when I met uh, Dave Gutierrez. Yeah. He's uh, one of the other ones that helps everyone with the posing. Right, yeah, he does. He and does. we started, you know, we, we started getting along very good. And he became one of my best friends. And, you know, like we started working out with like the posing. He would see, he would see my posing. He would like, try this, try that. So he was one of the ones that one of the mentors me. that helped yeah, you improve one of my in mentors your posing. to help me improve in my on my posing and all that. And uh, quick, quick, quick question. As far as because I've seen you besides your own posing, I mean, and and I quest like I ask this because I mean I, I know how you and Gabe do it, but pretty much like the perfection behind what y'all do with bikini and wellness, like 
how did y'all go about learning that, right? I mean, because you guys, like, rock that shit when it comes to helping and uh, other women practice their posing and whatnot. Like, so how did you go or how did you start behind that posing? Did you just, like, as far as, you know what, let me see how bikini goes or... Yeah, brother, uh, it was, it's funny because, um, you know, like, when we, when I first started, like, I, I didn't know anything about... Right. Like, I was just posing. focusing on... Like, you, like, you're yeah, posing and yourself. Posing for, for, for bodybuilding, but, excuse me. I want to say also what helped me um, or what facilitate me with the bikini posing was that all the posters that I would watch on YouTube, because that's how I learned how to post. Like right. no one taught me uh, how to gracefully post like that. Like right. they taught me the basics, you know, the quarter turns, but all the other like artful posing, the, the transitions, right. the yeah. smoothness, the movement of the hands, the positioning of the feet, the angle of the of the heads where you look when you hit a certain pose like all those details i grasped them from youtube videos from the old school bodybuilders from like uh sean ray rich gaspari like i said frank Zane, he was one of my favorites back then uh lily brada the the greatest uh and then i started incorporating that into my posing but as i was mentioning like their posing is so smooth and so and the transitions are so like you know, like if you're like if you're a water yeah. or an airbender, yeah. So that helps me uh, teach the bikini posing, right? Because it's it's kind of like the personal training and online training, right? Like you can always have like unless you really know what you're doing, right? And and I and I say this because it's, it's kind of like like the posture technique and everything, and just like posing, you need to be by the side to literally mm -hmm. fix every detail, their foot angle, their steps. Because behind the note, uh, he does do posing practices for anyone who is interested in posing, learning more about bodybuilding for all wellness competitors, bikini competitors, bodybuilders. And like I was mentioning before, I focus more on the details, on the details that make a huge, huge difference on stage. And it's just an overall improvement, like I said, on the movement of the hands, the positioning of the head, how high, how low, how st the steps, you know, like all those angles. Matter. They matter, and and this this is you speaking also for those who don't know. He's been a judge behind bodybuilding itself, so this is really where judges things they look at. Because I've seen I've seen bikini competitors, wellness, and even men's physique that have a greater body yet they come out in second place, but all because of their posing. Yeah, because sometimes they struggle displaying their their physique to the right. best. You know, like they they can have a a massive bag, but but if they don't know how to show it. You know, they sometimes hide it because they're trying to squeeze so hard for the muscles to pop up. But it's not about, you know, squeezing because then you start squeezing and you start shaking and it looks off. And it doesn't present that, well. Know, and, yeah. it, and it messes with your with your presentation. So that's very important. Like and, and I've beat bigger bodybuilders and like guys that looked incredible because of my posing. posing right. Because I pose yeah. better. And of course, I, I look good, too. But for example, uh. I remember my uh, when I did Formulation One, uh, that was in Houston. I remember competing up against a guy. I was, by the way, I was the lightest in that right. in that class, and this guy was, oh man, just shredded all over. But he his posting wasn't that that good. So I want to say I outpost him because my posting, you know, sh showed better. Um, your transitions, your my transitions were better, yeah. and I and my poses were better. Uh, because remember also posing is about showing your best angles and hiding your weakest, hiding so your weakest Giving spot. the illusion. Giving the illusion 
that you have a smaller waist, giving the illusion that you have a bigger back, giving the illusion that you have bigger legs. And you know, you can do all that if you know how to work with the details of yeah. the posing also, you know? And even posing itself, like, in through, uh, the, my own experience behind this is that it's a fucking workout on its own. Ooh, like, man. body shaking, you're sweating. Like, I think I've had, sometimes I've had, like, when it came down to posing with you and Dave, I felt we're like, I'm losing breath. I'm like just yeah, shaking workout, more than that's, I would just to work out. That's what I tell own. people. You think like working out is hard. You think the diet is hard. Wait until you start posing and when you start holding your poses for like 30 seconds for a minute and you start going rounds and rounds and I've done all crazy stuff. I would post in the, in the sauna. In the bro, sauna, for yeah. Like, it's... It's insane too because you get you get cramped up and you have to hold it because and it's better to practice it then so your body can learn it rather than you get it on stage and lose so many points when you strike the great pose but you got a cramp in your back or something all because you didn't practice before. Yeah, right? practice right. makes perfection. Perfect. Like I tell people, practice, 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 then practice some more. So, what advice would you give to those who are beginners behind bodybuilding or fitness? What advice? So, like for example. When you were, you were a sophomore, or, or better yet, when you, when you were in Olympus, right? If you can go back in time and you saw yourself in Olympus, what advice would you give yourself as a beginner before your very first competition? To those who are interested in competing, and this includes bikini competitors, wellness competitors, what tip or advice would you give them? Um, one of the best advice that is it? You can... Uh, Go to the page real quick, and we can go live again with that one. So as far as one thing, like I can mention you guys, as far as uh, per se my own advice that I'd really recommend for everyone is also do not take your water for granted. Do, and the same thing as far as when it comes to bodybuilding, don't take posing for granted either because it does take you a long way. It does go a long way. Click the... It does go a long ways in behind as far as your, your posing, behind your water, your especially your nutrition. If you're truly trying to grow your legs, your back, your biceps, your shoulders, it's really important to be behind your nutrition and everything. Because one That's thing, a lot, of thing brother, a lot of people diet. mistaken with... Um, Anabolics. Mm -hmm. They they think like that's the only and way I'm you're gonna look you like that. I'm glad you touched that subject, man. Because as a young as as me being young and and I was you know and I'm sure I haven't been the only one, but I was thinking like, oh man, like I'm gonna start taking this. I'm gonna start taking that. I'm gonna I'm gonna get like this. I'm gonna get like that if I start taking all this crazy uh, anabolics and um, and the thing is, you're young and you don't really care. Or you don't see like the side effects happening to you of like the anabolic steroids and in this industry brother you know that i want to say 95 percent of the athletes they're on it yeah because i mean unless you have the god blessing genetics and even then like and even then yeah, yeah like, like it's a boosting um who was it oh my god i can't believe i forgot his name but i know he was also straight into bodybuilding and um, God damn, I know he, he had passed away a while back, a long time ago. I think it was like 5%, one of the 5%. Oh, uh, Andreas Munzer. Yeah, and, and pretty much he mentioned himself. He got in bodybuilding and pretty much he practiced, he posed, he ate his, he did everything and he would never come out first place until, and he was already a beast. He was already a big man and he still couldn't come out first place until he had to get that push. But one thing that anyone who is going about that, like, because I've gotten people who ask about more about it that want to do it, especially the young kids. And they, they don't understand yes, the effect behind it. And they think like that's what we get The main advice that I want, I, I want to give 
to not just the young, the beginners, but also people that have been doing this for a while. Guys, don't take all of this crazy stuff. Don't take massive amounts of steroids. I've seen especially on girls, brother. Like yeah. That sends me to know that they hire a certain coach and this coach is giving them so many steroids, so many anabolics that's gonna affect them in the long run. Like I try my best to keep my athletes clean. Clean. Yeah. Uh, if they want to take something, I let them know. Like all the side effects, this can happen. This could happen. This can happen. And we always want to take them the minimum dosage if you if you want to take them. And just be a, be on the lookout for the side effects. If as soon as you start seeing something that's not right, let me know and get it's off. It's best if we yeah. yes, because it's not worth it's not worth your health. It's not worth your life, and that could be. It could um, be a problem, and it happens a lot, especially with people that they don't know the quantity, they don't know the amount, they don't know you know pretty much. They just want to jump on it because they hear about it. They are a, a gym bro. Gym bro science, like yeah, so. they hear it from someone else, like hey, take this, take that, like you're gonna get like this, it's gonna get you cut, it's gonna get you big, but it's not about that, guys. It's all in the diet. It's all on what you're feeding your body. That's the main thing. Anabolics are just a little like help little to boost. get you like a ten, yeah, just to recover boost. faster or get a little stronger. But honestly, like they tell you, oh, you're gonna get super strong with with anabolics, dude. I've always been. Uh, uh, strong. I've always been strong. Like I have been, my strongest, my strongest lift has has been without any steroids. Right, like, right. And the thing about like anabolic steroids, like just let's just go quick. Like I said, they help you recover faster, or sometimes they help you eat more because you need to eat more to grow to grow more muscle. You need more protein intake. They help you absorb more protein. They help you. They make uh, enhancements pretty they, much in all that you do. They do enhance your body. They yeah. do. They help. But it's not all in the anabolics. So you can be taking steroids, but let's say you're not drinking enough water. That's going to mess up your kidneys. Bad. And Very that's bad. That's going to mess up your skin. Take care of your skin, guys. Especially when you're a beginner, make sure you watch out for stretch marks because you will start getting stretch marks. I have several stretch marks under my, my chest, uh, my legs. So that's something that you won't really read on books or anyone's going to tell you because that's something that's not very It's a negative part that nobody wants to talk about. Right. Take care of your skin especially. So make sure you stay hydrated. Take care of your organs. If you're going to start taking uh, some sort of supplements or, or uh, anabolic steroids, make sure you do it right. Make sure you take the right stuff to um, take care of your liver, take care of your kidneys, your heart, Brother, all I, that. I, th I think besides taking the right thing, it's really learning about it. It's knowing more about it. It's not jumping into it blindfolded. It's not going into it like just straight out like, okay, like, you know what? I know this is testosterone or trombolone mm -hmm. or, exactly. you know, it's... Do research. Make, read. Read, yes. make sure you read and, and not just off Google. There's a lot of books you can you can buy and and and, you know, get a little bit more knowledge. And like we said before, it's not always by the books. So you also got to keep in, in mind how the physique is, if it's a female, if it's a male, the age, all that is very important. Especially the young kids, because uh, our testosterone level starts dropping yes. around our 30s. And if you're young, don't, 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 don't even start with steroids, guys. It's a, I wish someone would have told me this when I was younger. I started uh, when I was like 19. I started messing oh, around okay. with like uh, the DECA and the yeah. testosterone and... 
you know, like it's you get some side effects that you don't wanna, you don't wanna, you don't wanna have when yet. you're that young just yet, mm -hmm. and that and that's why. Because I've had, like, like now there's SARMs out now, right? There's SARMs out, and now SARMs are kind of like the small... Well, now they're illegal, Yeah, right? but the thing is, you see, like, I have, I have people tell me, like, oh, no, I'm natural because I'm not injecting myself. Like, I'm just taking, like, pro-hormos or I'm taking SARMs. Guys, you are not natural. If you are taking <laughs> SARMs or you're taking pro-hormos, that is not natural. That's even worse than, than steroids. Yeah, steroids. Than injecting yeah. yourself because those are made to stay in your system. Those are made... Uh, they are added, they have uh, added chemicals so that your liver won't break down the, the main ingredients for you to get that uh, anabolic and stuff like that. And then you take them all day, every day, and then you yeah. overdo them. You take them for so long and they can be very dangerous. So just be careful, guys, with all those arms, all those pro-hormones. Just because you are not injecting yourself doesn't mean you are not using steroids. Those are also... Uh, they they also fall within the range or the or the steroid category. Category. It's yeah. just not as the way as bad as it sounds because you're not injecting yourself. They're probably because it's legal. Honestly. Technically, because it's legal. Yeah, but yeah. you see, like they say, like oh, they have no side effects, but they have no side effects because they don't really have that much research to. Yeah, there's back not that enough. Up. Exactly. So basically, we are the guinea pigs or the young kids or yeah. the guinea right pigs. Right now, we're the research yeah, as and, it's and happening. And they start, you know, as they start getting some side effects, so they start like messing around with them a little bit more they start discontinued that's why they come up with like some badass arms that work but then they discontinue them because uh, they start seeing so like people getting effect. sick of this getting sick of that and then so, what makes it so much harder too is because at least i, I guess with the anabolics there is already research because it's already been backed up for many 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 yeah, years there's books there's yeah. a lot of books to it and so. now with SARMs, it's brand new so there's not so much in it just on what it does and what it can cause but Go ahead. So this is like a little advice behind the beginners. Now, before bodybuilding, before you started competing, what was your lifestyle like before? Brother, my lifestyle was um, eating flour tortillas every day with maruchas. Like my diet was never yeah, a healthy never, diet. Yeah. yeah, like eat your veggies. I would rarely eat veggies, um, but I would do like, you know, like my diet was like that of a a typical like someone that doesn't really know how to how to diet right because that's the way i grew up you know my family with tortillas harina maruchas here and there like a lot of junk food so when i started getting into bodybuilding and i, and I started reading more and i started learning more about nutrition that that's the main key i started you know i was like okay i'm gonna start eating this i start i gotta start eating oatmeal for breakfast you know the basic right. chicken with veggies with broccoli and I hated that, man. I hated the, the oatmeal because I would do it to where it looked like a like a piece of like doughy, like newspaper nasty. just in, in full of water. Yeah, or something. like carton, yeah. like it was some weird stuff. But I would still eat it. And then uh, to grow, like what do you what do you need to do? Okay, but I need to eat uh, more solid protein. So I would eat like red meat with potatoes every day, like two or three yeah. times. And I would take a lot of like mass gainers because I was remember I, I, what I said before. I was very skinny, so. I was taking all these mass gainers and eating all this stuff. And that's already when I was uh, out of high school. So I remember I used to drink a big ass uh, mass gainer that had like seven types of, uh, of creatine and they had like fish in it. Like what? you open that, that uh, isomass, that's what it was called. Yeah. It was a big 10 pound uh, bucket like that. And that 
That shit smell like freaking fish, bro. Like as soon as uh, you, it's like you were opening a can of freaking tuna. Yeah, and like that's and, and, and imagine, a protein yeah, shake. Yeah, and imagine I was getting ready and I was trying to gain more size, and I was going to college at that time. So I was there in like my class, like just popping up the the. Can chingas huele a fish? Imagine me drinking that way. Everyone would stare at me. I was like, you don't know why I, why yeah. I'm doing this. And it's always if you are gonna do something, guys, make sure. You do it like you do it right, and you give it your all. Like I didn't care. Like I had my yeah. gallon of water. I would be eating my meals, and there's, there's no excuses. There there's is, no excuses. There is so much judgment behind all of this because, and 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 it comes back to like you know why are you going so much? Why are you eating so much? Like why are you? I don't know. It, there there's a lot of back to like it's happened behind with a lot of my clients where I'm pushing them beyond their limits. And then I post their video, super proud of them, like, oh, check them out. They're squatting 200 pounds or such, like, they're at a young age. And then there's that one fucking comment where, like, you don't need to be lifting that heavy. Like, oh, you're going to end up, like, fucking yourself up. Like, oh, you don't. And it's, it's kind of like, it's not, it's, it's, it's really rather than, like, showing what they're capable of. It's really building mm -hmm. the strength. And there's so much just, I don't know, like, a negative But that's the way people we, are, brother. Yeah. Like, I've learned that. And that's one of the things I also... Make sure I tell my clients once we start a prep or like my athletes, uh, because sometimes when they're like, hey, like I want to compete. I'm like, OK, I said like I said everything on the table. I'm like, as soon as you start prepping for a competition, you got to be ready, not just physically, but, but mentally. mentally. It's all mental, brother, because as soon as especially on females, I see this a lot on the females. Like once they start losing weight and they start getting, you know, like real lean. That way you're supposed to look yeah. on stage. They start getting all these negative comments about like, oh, you look so skinny. Like, look, at you have no ass anymore. Like, you looked better before how you were. Yeah. And all these comments yeah. come from the people you least expect, which is like your friends or your family. And, and that's their opinion. It's okay. But you got to have that mindset, that strong, strong mindset to where you just hear them and then it comes one in through one ear and then it goes out through the other ear because if you let all those comments get to you you will break you will and it'll start making you think twice about your priorities exactly. it'll start making you think twice about is this worth it and this this is behind all competitors those who compete those who are watching this that are competitors like they can relate to it because it's down to your like like and especially on the last few weeks like man is this really worth it ah oh, like uh, it, I, I just missed out someone I care about's birthday all because I can't be there because there's nothing good for me to eat. Bro, and, you know, I missed about 10 of my birthdays because I was prepping for, for competition. Um, the day I've told you this story before and I told my clients, like when they give me excuses, it was because I went to a party and like they had no food. Like, I'm like, there's no excuses. Like you take your food. When I got married, I yeah. took my tilapia with broccoli and I gave it to the to the guy. I was like, hey, he like hit, hit this up because yeah. that's what I'm going to eat and the guy was looking at me and everyone was looking at me but I didn't care because I had a goal in mind you know and, and it's just going to take a lot of your of your social life and, and it's just very um, it's a very selfish uh, sport it is and, and that's why when it comes to bodybuilding you really have to want it like you really like if you really want to have the greatest physique if you really want to win be center stage like it's going to come at a price yeah, right. and like you said, uh, I think you talked about this uh, in your previous uh, podcast. If you don't have the right partner, yeah, it's gonna the wrong cause. Yeah. It's gonna cause a lot of problems. It's gonna cause 
And I see this on my clients. I've seen I've seen it so so many times on a lot of, of people to where like the guy or the girl is very into like working out or like the fitness and bodybuilding and his uh, significant other wants to be out partying and wants to go here and wants to go there. So they start getting angry because, uh, you know, like one. One has a goal and the other wants to yeah, live a social and, life. Yeah, you know, so right. you got to be careful with that, guys. If you are willing to lose people because you will lose a lot of people, a lot of friends, a lot of people, a lot of family, um, then it's going to come at that price, but it, it comes with the price. It, it, I, I still think it's worth it. I, 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 I mean, I'm not saying like, let's say if you have to miss out in, let's say your, your daughter, right? Her birthday or something. Yeah, like, I'm not I saying mean, miss that out. I'm not saying let that go as far as it's part, but like everything just else. Just be ready for that. Like, let's yeah. say you're going to go to your, your, your kid's party or you're doing something. Just make sure you prep, you know, take your meal, eat your meal and that's it. You can like, still be part yeah, about. You can still about, be yeah. part of all that. It's but just it's, it's like just a, a mind of matter of mindset. Yeah. How how you see things, how you put how organized you are, and that's pretty much it, man. Like no matter no matter how good your excuse is, it's still, it's an, still excuse. an excuse. Yeah, no, it doesn't okay. matter how good your excuse is. I have many stories I can tell where to where I was like in the hospital taking care of my mom because she had a, a gallbladder surgery. She was there for days. And I was there and then I had my meals and I would go home and cook, boom, go back to the hospital and eat my meals. And, you know, and there's no, there's no excuses. And if you are going to, at the end of the day, you're going to compete and then you're going to come off with all these excuses. It's because this, it's because that, it's because this, then don't do it. Right. Because yeah. the judges don't care. Yeah, the they don't, don't care what your excuses are. You like, we all you have did, struggles. Yeah. We all have, not all of us have it easy. You know, like you cannot... At the end of the day, if you don't, if it doesn't turn out how you want it to, you cannot blame others. Right. There's no one else to blame but, but yourself. You. So let's say you are you're injured, in a, in like a shoulder or knee or back. Like you can't say like, oh, it's because I was hurting on my shoulder and like I couldn't uh, do a work out. Or okay, but yeah. if you can't do it, then don't do it. Like then don't have that as, a, as an as excuse. Ex yeah. You know. So there's a lot of things you need to. Uh, be careful or watch out for once you start into bodybuilding because at first it's all rainbow and sunshine. Yeah, just got to work out, do some bench press, some squats, yeah, and man, just eat my chicken and rice. As you progress into it, it gets more demanding. <laughs> the better you get, the harder it gets. And it especially get now, like now, I mean, now men's physique are mini bodybuilders. So like bodybuilding oh. isn't what it used to be. Now, like it's just they get They're bigger. They're massive guys, brother. Yeah. They're, sometimes I've seen bigger men's physique than, than bodybuilders. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Like the sport has changed so much. When uh, men's physique started, it was just like a little like slim, like abs, lean. Uh, more of a surfer type of body. Now right. they have like colossal, amazing shoulders, crazy backs. Like shoulders kind of bigger than our heads. 3% <laughs> body fat. They're, they're crazy. They, they look amazing. As well as the females, the, the bikini right. girls, man. You've seen them. Which I'm glad you bring that up because down to it, to, as far as you're the body, I'm sorry, the booty guru, the booty wizard. The booty wizard. Now those ladies who are watching this, I'm sure... All your females are really interested. Waiting for the, the yeah, the like ass. so. You say booty guru, and we haven't hit that topic. All right, so here it is, guys. So for the ladies, for everyone watching, booty guru, everyone who wants a bigger butt to fill in their pants or such for the bikini for the the summer beach body or such. What does it take to grow bigger legs and a bigger glutes? Consistency, consistency is the main uh, the the key because you cannot expect. 
to grow, let's say, your legs or your glutes with only one or two um, workouts per week. Or sets. Yeah, like yeah. you cannot, you have to blast the fuck out of your legs. You need to blast the fuck out of your glutes. Like I give my, my athletes 200 kickbacks every day. It doesn't matter what body parts they're working on. Yeah. And sometimes you're going to hear like, oh, you're overtraining. Um, your glutes recover faster. Your biceps recover faster. They're minor muscles. Minor muscles recover faster. Uh, I wouldn't recommend you hitting a crazy ass leg workout. I mean, a booty workout every day. Yeah. But you can stimulate the muscle every day. And as long as you're eating good, as long as you're resting good, you're taking the right supplements, that's going to increase your, your muscle fibers. That's going to help you grow because that's what you need to do. You need to stimulate the fibers. You need to tear the fibers so that in order to grow let's say your legs or your glutes, you need to hit them harder and just and by isolation, more isolation workouts. What's the isolation workouts? What isolation workouts do you give your clients? Be like, let's say hip thrusters, the kickbacks, like the, what? Be the best uh, glute workouts that anyone can do, either a male or a female, are kickbacks. Kickbacks. Kickbacks are the best way to um, get that developed glute uh, squats, not so much because squats, a lot of the times we start using quadriceps. What our quads more, and, and you can do a lot of weight on your squats, and your legs are going to get big. But if you don't focus on your glutes, on your butt, it's going to be hard to develop that muscle. And also keep in mind genetics. 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 Well, ge genetics and I, I think also be, besides genetics, uh, it's also the muscle connection. Because there's some days when I do squats, and somehow my, my quadriceps are sore. And then the following time I do squats again, for some reason, my quads are great, but my ass is sore. Yeah, and it all comes <laughs> down to also the combination of workouts that you do. Uh, for example, like I said, I kickbacks are a must always. Uh, hip braces also. Right. Uh, bridges or hip thrust also. Uh, just pushbacks like with the, with the leg. Just something that's going to... Focus only on that specific muscle group. And like you mentioned before, mind-muscle connection. That is very most, important yeah. because I've told uh, clients, like, you need to be doing 200 kickbacks. And then I get there and I see them doing kickbacks and they're just swinging the fuck out of their leg. Yeah. They're not even, I'm like, no, 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 no. The way you're going to do the kickbacks is like slow, controlled. You need to squeeze it. Make sure you're not swinging. Make sure you're not... Uh, um, Flip, twisting your body, going with the kick. Yeah. You need to really stay still and just blast your glutes slowly and control mind-muscle connection. So the more it burns, the more it hurts, that's where you need to keep going, keep going, keep going. Is that and contraction behind the workout itself? Because you're right. I, I've seen it like from like bench press or, or even the or squats itself. But like, And the reason I say that is because I've seen or felt it where someone can just grab a bench, press, and you're just pushing the weight mm -hmm. rather than bench and squeezing your chest. Yeah, your like for press. example, you've seen me, you've seen me lift. Man. Yeah, like I lift crazy amount of weight on my. I lifted about five hundred pounds on chest. Yeah. I squatted about six hundred pounds free weight, uh, and for all that weight that I've pressed, my chest isn't. Yeah, that it, it, it doesn't build it, the. If yeah, anything, right. my chest is one of my weakest uh, body parts. But the thing is, it's just that I have. Very, a very strong core. I'm very strong when it comes to lifting because of my my uh, history behind, history behind it, yeah. like gymnastics. All that makes your core strong. So it's very important to strengthen 
your core before you start trying to uh, lift heavy, like super heavy stuff. And it's not necessarily, uh, it's not, uh, I want to say, uh, a must that you need to lift super heavy. It's mostly isolation. It's like you said, mind muscle yeah. connection. Like, like I said before, I can bench super uh, heavyweight, but sometimes I won't even feel. And this is kind of like like the between power of, of power lifters and bodybuilders, because a lot of normally bodybuilders we put. Um, what is it? Uh, medic, through metabolic stress, mm -hmm, as yeah. to uh, powerlifters, they do muscle tension. Mm -hmm. So, and then I guess it's that hypertrophy training where we're doing high ass reps. You don't have to go as heavy mm -hmm. to grow your muscle. You don't have to go as heavy. That's one thing. Like a lot of people mistaken, like, oh, he's fucking huge. Like he can probably lift heavy as fuck, and they might. But but then again, there's not. There's not a real. Yeah. I don't think there's much muscle connection when you're lifting super heavy. Yeah, that's not really you're because you're just lighter. trying to move the weight. So it's just it's mostly. Ego, lifting. ego lifting. Yeah, right. and I like lifting heavy. Like I like uh, the feeling that it gives me, where I like put on 600 pounds in my back, and well, I used to. Now I can because of my knees, because of the heavy lifting and the accidents that I've had, and a whole bunch of shit. But anyways, like uh, I had someone ask um, Fernando Salinas. He's asking. What about mothers out there? Any recommendations for mommies out there? What recommendations would you give to mothers, I guess, with a busy schedule, full-time moms? Because, I mean, we all have clients like that, right? Yeah, I mean, if you cannot, if you, let's say you have your kid and you cannot uh, attend a gym, there's always ways to work around all that. Like, for example, uh, my booty bands, I have the booty bands, I have uh, the ankle straps, like all that stuff, you can use it at home. Like, you don't need to be... You don't need to go out to a gym to be able to do all that. Or like you can use your, your kids as a weight and yeah. like squat. You know, you've seen those. I'm pretty sure you've seen that on, on it's Instagram. It's all over Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Now it's the media is very it's all over. Like it teaches you all these workouts. And I'm no. gonna take the time to talk about that also. Yeah. So be I'm glad careful. You are. <laughs> be careful with that, guys. Be careful with what you see in, on Instagram with what you see on Facebook, like all these crazy workouts where they like coming up with their own shit and like, you know, be careful with that. Stick to the basics. The basics are always the best way and make sure you keep your body injury free because once you hurt yourself, once you tear a muscle, it's very hard to come back. Like for example, my shoulder is torn and man, I have so much trouble like doing a lot of stuff like you might you, you you won't relate this to like hurting your shoulder where you're doing legs. Right, right. That's yeah. when I hurt my shoulder the most when I'm doing squats. For some reason, the way I position my arm, my shoulder, that's after like it's just so painful on my shoulder, and I can't get that. Do you get that cramp? You know, whenever yeah, you're squatting, yeah, it's just heavy weird, man. So work around with what your body is allowing you to do. Like, like we mentioned earlier, it's not always by the book. It's not always how someone tells you like do it like this, do it like that, like. Learn your body. Like, for example, I told my clients on my, on my challenge, because I have a lot of people ask me on, about the challenge. They're like, um, but what if I can do this, or I'm hurt on my wrist, or I have a, a, a bad shoulder? It's mostly like shoulders, like back injuries, right. and knees. That's the most common it is. injuries. So I tell my clients, let me know if something is hurting you, because I want to keep you, you know, I want to keep you, yes, I want to keep you on the, on the program. I want to keep you... Coming to the gym, I don't want to hurt you more than what you already Keep are. Keep progressing. I mean, getting hurt is inevitable. It like, is. Yeah. As 
And there's always modifications. Yes. There's always and modifications. We always modify everything. So if you have someone, if you hired a, a professional that's going to help you, make sure you guys uh, communicate. You let them know what's going on. Like, hey, uh, this is hurting my shoulder. This is hurting my knee. Can we try something different? Um, and then just your trainer will help you out. In my case, in Chris's case, uh, we always try to keep our clients safe and injury free. Um, now, as far as you mentioned right now with your challenge, I want those viewers right now who are watching to know a little bit more about your challenge. What it is that you do behind your challenge and the goal that you pretty much help out those who uh, join your challenge. Okay, so the way I work my challenge is I want to make them lose as much body fat as they can and help them increase their strength and build more muscle. Right. Of course, they're not going to get like a bodybuilder no. or because they're not training like a bodybuilder. Right. They're not eating like a bodybuilder. And a lot of the things that we get, that you get, yeah. is, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't want to get too I big. Get I don't want to yes. get like that. I don't want to look like her. But I'm not training you to look like her. I'm not training you to look like him. Even if I was training you to look like them, you are not eating the way she's eating. You're not taking the supplements she's taking. I mean, it's all... And it's, and it's okay for people to tell you that because that, they don't want to look like that. And, and it's understanding, right? But that, that's where a lot of people understand the false myth behind, like, once you start lifting weights, once you're getting stronger, once you're going heavier, like, you're going to look like a man or some shit. And, and one thing, I'll tell you this, guys. A lot of times when people say, like, and this happens to the new gym goer dudes, are like, hey, bro, me puedes ayudar, pero I don't want to get too big. Like, bro, if it was that simple, I would look like freaking c-bomb by now yeah you know? like you've seen our body change like from going to and 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 i see this all the time like i've gone from like 140 pounds to 205 pounds and man it takes so much work to be that big you have to be eating like every two to three hours literally uh my heaviest has been like 205 pounds you've seen me at, at yeah. my heaviest i I was lifting crazy weight, like, because the weight, like, gives you, the more muscle you have, of course, you're going to get stronger. Right. So, I had so much muscle, and I was lifting all this crazy weight, but I was eating every three hours. Like, honestly, I don't know when my first meal was or my last meal ended. Like, I want to say my last meal was around, like, 9.30, but I would still eat, like, around 12.30 or, like, 1. I would wake up and eat and then go back to sleep, and then by... 3.40 or like 4, I'm up already and I'm eating again. So I'm just eating all day, every day. Not currently because my goal right now is not to have that much mass due to uh, all the injuries I have. I'm listening right. to my body. My body's telling me your body's not to be that heavy. So I'm listening to my body. I'm a little smarter now and I'm just going to... I'm doing what my body is allowing me to do. Now, and I, I don't want you guys to confuse behind what my body's telling me or what my mind is telling yes, me that exactly. my body is feeling. Your mind will give up first than your, your body. body right. So. And, and, I, and I say that because I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't. I'm like, bullshit, you can. Now, again, and what I'm saying by bullshit, you can, I, I've done this with clients where literally, like in the leg press, for example, I'll put like, uh, I'll put two plates on one side, two plates on the other, and then I'll add one more plate and the client will tell me like, I can't do that. I can't lift three plates on each side. I'm like, yes, you can. I can. I'm like, all right, fine. Let me take it off. And what I do is I'll remove the plate. And if so happens, it's happened before, they're getting distracted, talking to someone else, looking behind, and they're just making conversation with their friend or whatever. I'll, I'll grab the plate, 
put it on top of the leg press behind where they can't see it because they're in, they're in like a lower view. But it's still there. And it's still there. And they're like, they're like, oh, see, that's better. And they like push away. Like, you see, I can do that. I'm like, you literally are doing the same weight, but it's a mental thing. Now, and this is what I'm saying. Like, listen to your body, but also don't confuse it with what your mind is saying like, nah, you're weak for this or, or whatever. Like, or you, you can't, you know, it's, it's your mind. Like you said right now, your mind's going to give up before your body does. So that's exactly why I said earlier, you need to be able to train your mind first because it's, it's easy to say, Hey, I want to compete when you have all these carbs and you've been eating whatever you want and, and you don't have to do two or three hours of cardio. Like, and, and you're going to hear this from like a lot of people like, oh, you don't need to do so much cardio or you don't need to stop eating all those carbs. Like you, carbs are good for you. Not all bodies are the same. Remember, not all bodies are the same. Some people can eat three, four hundred grams of carbs and they're going to be lean and ripped. And there's some other people that will eat. I mean, they won't eat any carbs and they'll gain weight because also... Genetics. Genetics. Genetics do matter. And if- listen, guys, listen, because a lot of the times people go to the whole, well, my friend's coach gives them this kind of diet and they look amazing. Yeah, and don't how compare com- yourself. Yeah. Never compare yourself. It's not the same. Other. They can give you the same diet they're giving your friend and then they'll screw you over behind because of the genetics or the kind of body type you have. Mm-hmm. So if you have a down legit coach that knows, that has his history, that's helped enough people around, understand. Now, if you're hiring a rookie, then I can't tell you anything there. That's really on your own, and the rookie's learning on as and, they go and, as well. And I'm, I'm glad you're saying that. So, guys, be careful who you hire to help you with your fitness goals because that's not just something that is going to go by, like, whatever. It's your body. It's your health. It's your time, and so it's your money. be <laughs> careful. Like, sometimes you try to go uh to a cheaper trainer like i've had a lot of people come to me it's like oh it's because he was charging me very little that's why i was with him but i heard this i heard that this happened to me this and that and then i'm there trying to fix it for someone else's you know and like i said i don't know everything because this is a very uh very (laughs) super like out there and you always things come out new stuff so if i don't know something I will find out. I will, you know, because that's helping me. Helping, like, we need to learn. As you go. No matter if you hire someone, ask questions, read, and then have that communication to where, like, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Uh, It's just a matter of, like, finding out what works for each individual. And, and, And I'm glad you say that, too, as well, for the same reason that I've had clients that tell me, hey, well, like, um, I'll give them veggies. Three cardios and no and no carbs. <laughs> I survived. Yes, you did, and it paid off. You got First the place. you got both coaches here. Both the uh, you been you were with both of us, and you won. And you you got it. You learned you learned the right mindset, and then you got the right exercise. Put it mm-hmm. together, and you got where you're at right now. And you got going further. Nationally qualified. Shout out, Tiffany. Congratulations to you. Next year we're going to nationals. Best believe it. Next pro coming soon. That's what's up. Yes, sir. So what I was mentioning, what was I mentioning? <laughs> About uh, behind, uh, what was, oh no, as far as, yeah, learning. So learning more as far as you go. Because I've had clients that tell me like, hey, like, for example, I, I do have one client that tells me I can't eat chicken. Like um, um, the doctor told me after or she, she had cancer and she said, I can't eat chicken. I can only eat meat and fish, nothing else. This really makes the diet more complicated because yeah. you're talking about like, all right, you're, you can't eat chicken, but you're also talking about like your cholesterol level. 
your pressure, your blood pressure, right? Like you have to consider that. And then there, that's like a whole And then again, you have those that, oh, it's because I can't eat chicken. Why? Because I can't, like, I don't like it. Or I don't like egg. Like, okay, guys. If- that's different. Yeah, that's its own thing. But but what I mean is like, and same thing with the clients that go about like, hey, well, greens, like they, the, my thyroid will Yeah, you need to be up. careful. So that's why it's important to communicate with us. Like, right, exactly. If it's something like, for example, I, I broccoli is one of my favorite uh, to go greens because it has, it's been proven it has uh, as much as protein as, nutrients you know, behind, as, yeah. as chicken or as beef and and. It's just very good, but sometimes people tell me like, "Oh, because it, it bloats me so much." So, and it happens to me actually. Whenever yeah. I eat broccoli, I get super crazy bloated, and I, 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 TMI, guys, but I get super gassy. And probably it the sucks, cheese. Man. It's probably the cheese you're adding to the broccoli. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. We're, we're live right now. No one's supposed. No, I'm just kidding. No, but like broccoli down to it, like it, it does happen too that I'll have broccoli, I get bloated, and it's it messes me up. It, I feel like, and it makes it so much harder to go to the next meal because you are getting that stomach pain or such. So that means lay off the broccoli. This also mm-hmm. goes as far as you're learning yourself, you're learning your body, and yeah, like yeah, you need to make adjustments, guys. You need to make adjustments if something's not uh, benefiting your body, but not just because you don't like it. Don't you're gonna be like, oh, I don't like it. Like I'm not gonna eat it. learn to like it. You need to learn how to like what you're gonna be eating because this is not something that is just temporary. Like this is a a, a lifestyle that this is gonna benefit you throughout your whole life. Right. Like, exactly. It's just yeah. a matter of learning how to eat it. Like, yeah, like you, like you and me, like in, we like eating tacos. We're like, yeah, we're, we're just, we're human too. We're burgers human. Yeah, here yeah. and there. But when my mind goes into comp mode, like I don't see anything but my goal. And you need to be able to, uh, to go like that. And like I said, it's easy to say, I want to compete when you're eating all this. But once you start seeing, the deficit on calories and the cardios and man, the lack of sugar, the lack of carbs makes yeah. you think about what you're doing. Makes you question if it's worth it or not. And and this 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 kind of goes back what we mentioned earlier about listen to your body, right? But and this happens because whenever we lay people off, for example, even us, we lay off the sugar, we lay off the carbs, we start getting headaches. We're not lifting as heavy as we used to, and we're thinking maybe I shouldn't do this because my body, um, I feel weak. Let me listen to my body and so it's something that can make it feel better. Like no, no, that this this is a mindset thing. This is kind of a mindset mental thing because it is part of the process, and it, and that's another thing I put a, a lot of clients down to the test when I ask, when I give them a diet, and I know like hey, how do you feel today? I feel good. All right, let me ask you tomorrow. How do you feel today? Yeah, I feel good. Let me just one more day. How do you feel today? Ah, I feel good. Bullshit. You're not following shit. You're not doing shit. Yeah, not because good. it comes to a point where your body's going to start, you know, like feeling like shit. Like I say, we try and keep them as positive as we can. And we try to keep them not feeling like that because it's not a good Keeping feeling. Keeping them encouraged. And yeah, you much. don't have to feel like that, but it's going to come to a point where you are going to feel like that. And that's when you're going to start breaking. So you need to be able to have the mindset you have from the beginning to the end of the the prep. Yeah, because that's going to be the challenge right there, man. And you're going to start questioning yourself. And the thing is, once you start with that, guys, stay positive. Remember your goals. Don't go by every day just expecting, like, when you're going to do cardio. Oh, I hate it. Like, I'm going to dread an hour of cardio and then later on I have to do an hour. Oh, I hate it. Like, remember what your goal is. So just be thankful that you have the privilege to do that. Be thankful that you can do all that because there's a lot of people that wish they can do that and they can't do that for a lot of other reasons, you know, sicknesses, illnesses or whatever. So guys, 
the mindset is very important. Be positive, be grateful. Surround yourself with and those with the positive. Surround yourself yeah. is very important. That's why I say Stay you're going to lose people. a lot of people when it yeah. comes to this because there's a lot of people that don't have the same vision as you. Surround yourself with the right people. And if by all means that you need to walk this alone, it's, it's, that's do what it, it takes. Alone that, that, that's what's one thing I had mentioned in my other previous podcast was success is a lonely road because it's, it's some, it comes down to something like this. It yeah, does come down with the price of having to let people go or having to go about on your own because no one understands your vision. Unless they're part, they could be in the same world. But like even for example, like we're both bodybuilders. We both live. We both compete. But at the end of the day, after the gym, like you go about your life with your family and your things. I go with mine. And let's say like I go with mine and they want to go out, eat somewhere. They want to do something else that does not benefit behind my goal adapt this is adapt yeah. guys like fernando said here mentally challenging and super overwhelming but the body will always adapt that's the the word the key word adaptation you need to be able to work on things and just do what you have to do and then just quit the bullshit just do it if you really want to do it because it's going to be hard for you to have a negative mindset but yet your goal is to you know get on stage but you're negative all the time and you're feeling tired you're telling your mind you feel tired all the time like no like it's okay to feel like that at certain days but it's not okay to be like that every day right no so, you're right exactly now down to it guys this is israel gaona the booty guru israel where can people find you in social media like you can look for me in my facebook page uh israel gaona those who are watching on facebook i have instagram page uh israel gaona 19 I have my fitness page. I believe it's uh, Gaona Training. Gaona yeah. Training, yes. Uh, I have several pages. You can find me. He's a, he's a so keep in mind he's opposing he's opposing coach, competitor coach. Uh, he's also runs his challenges. So those of you who are interested in pretty much making a change for yourself mentally, physically, and pretty much adapt into a new lifestyle behind if you want to know more about bodybuilding, wellness, bikini, men's physique, classic physique, or know more about what you can do to improve in your health, your fitness, and physique, this is your guy that you want to hit up to pretty much make that happen. Because this, this is the coach that will not shit, let anything slide. I won't sugarcoat <laughs> shit, brother. And that's one of the main issues I have with a lot of people that they don't like the honesty. And that's what, what it is. But it's down to it because you know what it is. is. Yeah. And that's what it down to it. And takes. so if you're one of those people that likes to be lied to, sugarcoat stuff, I'm not that people. I'm not that trainer, man. Like, I'm going to tell you things the way they are. And I don't mean ever to offend anyone. If you get offended by what I'm telling you, that's on you. It's not my my... It's not my responsibility to be watching what I say because I don't want you to get offended. If you get offended... That's on you. I'm going to tell you what I need to tell you. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear because you are hiring me for a reason. You are paying me for a reason. All right? So you just got to listen, guys. That's it. If you listen, I won't have to get after you or I won't have to tell you. Um, just do what you have to do, and you will see the results. And at the end of the day, you're going to hate me, but you're also going to love me. And, and the same way with Chris right yeah. here. I mean, you see the results. In the end, the results are there and it's going to pay off. It's definitely worth it. Understand we've been through this. And one thing about hiring him, hiring me, either of us, is that we're making sure you do not repeat the same mistakes. You don't waste your time that we had to waste and learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. Right? And at, at, at the end of the day, so you have the guidance, but down to it is the mindset, the mentality of 
I'm the nice guy. I'm going to try to like, eh, you know, let's, you on the other hand, it's like, this is how it is. It's how it Either is. Either you're in mm-hmm. or you're out, period. So, yep. yeah. So this is your boy, Israel Gaona, booty wizard, booty guru. Hit him up, Israel Gaona19 on Instagram, Israel Gaona uh, on Facebook or Gaona Training Fitness on Facebook. Any questions you have, guys, uh, guys and girls, let me know. Send me a message. I will respond to you as quickly as I can. Uh, regarding anything, guys, you don't be shy to ask anything. I've heard them all. Don't be, you know, just ask away, and I will try my best to answer it the best way I can. Mm-hmm. Hit him up, you guys. He will not regret it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time, with Chris and Unleash, Unleash your winner's mindset. Israel Gaona with you in the house. Much love, guys. Thank you so much. See you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with Unleash, a winner's mindset with Chris to Unleash podcast. I hope you got value and tips from this episode. If you'd like to unleash your potential with me as your mentor, you can contact me on Instagram and Facebook at Chris Unleash. Thank you again for listening in.